What is the buzz on the Vancouver Canucks? It was a, it was a nice night. I watched that game too. I thought the Canucks played pretty well. Maybe they turned the corner. The buzz out here is is more of the same that we're hearing. It's rippling across the country, right? They're upset, and it's not just that they're upset. They're highly critical of the, of the organization. They want Jim Benning out. They think it's time for a change at the top. How many good coaches are literally out there? Who are you putting in there? It's a legitimate question. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Hello, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday. And oh, Nelly, are we <laughs> are we on fire? Ready to roll as I continue to broadcast from South Florida, home of the Dolphins, where they go for a fifth consecutive victory this Sunday with the New York Giants in town. I'm going to pull the mic up a little closer here. And uh, we have the Moose. He's on the road as well. Same location, but he's bouncing around Langley, British Columbia. And before we get into the latest chapter of Only in the CFL, breaking news within the last hour. Moose, would you mind telling the folks where you're going to be joining us from for the next couple of hours? Looks beautiful there. Yeah, and you know it is. It's the Langley Events Center um, in beautiful Langley. Uh, over this shoulders, the mountains. Looks amazing. Um, the arena is beautiful. It's been around here for a little while now. Uh, the home of the Vancouver Giants, but it's home of the Trinity Western University Spartans. Their basketball, volleyball teams play here. The hockey team plays here. This is where they played last night. So I'm in the banquet room overlooking the trees and the mountains. They're actually just hitting the ice for practice right now. Yeah, and their head coach, Barrett Croft, is going to be joining us coming up later on in hour one. In that very room, Garth Butcher came and addressed the Regina Pats 20-ish years ago. I was there for former Pats captain, Vancouver Canucks. Great. Right in that room, Moose. So anyways, uh, glad to have you aboard from Langley, B.C., as I broadcast from gorgeous South Florida. So anyways, breaking news. Um, well, I had it all lined up here to play on my phone, but now that YouTube's playing ads, so I can't. Breaking news from the Canadian Football League. If it is breaking news, before we get into the quick six and everything else, this is so unbelievable, I almost can't believe it. David Naylor from TSN, the CFL's... Uh, Insider from TSM tweets moments ago, hearing Toronto Argonauts quarterback McLeod Bethel Thompson has been sent home and is being held out of practice today because of attending the Raptors game at his team's request. It's a violation of CFL COVID protocol, which states he must now quarantine four days. Game day is Sunday. Well, to say CFL critics are having a field day with this it would be a massive understatement. Can I just go back a minute? This is the warm-up for E-Cold Electric. Come see our sales staff and in-house specialists for all your electrical needs, which means we cover all the topics here in the warm-up. And I'll get to last night's NHL for our American friends, particularly those here in South Florida that are so excited about another huge comeback win by the Panthers last night. But let's just walk it back. You don't have to be a CFL fan to appreciate this news that just came down. The conference championship game is Sunday. Two days from now. The starting quarterback for one of the teams, the Toronto Argonauts, went to the Raptors game last night. They showed him on the big screen. I saw the tweet. And we find out to now, today, he's being held out of practice. It was a breach of COVID protocol. And as it stands, according to the Adam Schefter of the CFL, he's not going to be able to play because it was a breach of COVID protocol. Are you kidding me? 
stop the world I want to get off this actually happened. So I'll get your take, and then I'm going to give you my thoughts on how this is going to play out, Moose. But what did you think when you first heard this within the last 30 minutes? I disbelief. I mean, based on everything that we've had to deal with in sports, I mean, this is like, why should I be surprised now that this is going to happen? You know, it is just wild. And like, you know, up on the big screen, everything's great. You know, Dinwiddie's probably watching at home like, what are you doing? You know, who sent him to the game? What's happening? Why is he there? Who did this? You know, four days takes you to Monday. They're not going to push the game back to Monday or Tuesday. No, um, starting quarterback. You know, the starting quarterback of one of the final four teams. All right, NFC Conference Final. and. Tom Brady can't play because he was at the uh, Miami Heat game last night. You know, yeah, he like, was at the Lightning game last night. Exactly. He was at the Lightning game. Brady, TB12, can't play. Could you imagine? Um, it's yeah. wild. Now, do I think it's crazy, the protocol, if that's the case? Yes, I think that's not. If he's vaccinated and allowed to be there and everything else, not allowed to be there, but he's vaccinated and you know, it's full of vaccinated people at the Raptors game, then probably should be allowed to play. It probably shouldn't be a breach of COVID protocols. But guess what? It's the playoffs. Stay home. Stay home. It's the playoffs. Yeah. I'm, well, I, I'm loving your take, but this is the one thing that I have not understood all season long in the CFL. And by the way, Danny Austin, good friend of ours who covers the Calgary Stampeders for the Calgary Sun, he's on a Twitter diatribe this morning. And he's saying that McLeod Bethel Thompson is vaccinated. So there's that. So please tell me what's wrong with him going to an NBA game. And having said that, how many times did I tell you that I was in the Queen City this summer and ran into CFL players that were coming up and hugging me, fist pounding me? Cody Fajardo was one of them. You can do that, yeah. but you can't go to an NBA game where you have to have proof of vaccination because it's MLSE. My God. I mean, this is the thing. With the CFL, they're getting ripped from neck to navel, and they wonder why they have a credibility problem. Now, I said before we go any further, I would say how I think this will play out before we move on. I think this will reach the desk of the commissioner, Randy Ambrosi, because these things happen from time to time. That's why we have a commissioner. And he will overrule the COVID protocol for the weekend. And, and because I believe Randy is a man of integrity, will stand there and take it on the chin from all those that aren't going to like the fact that he's going to do that. But he's going to say it's the second last weekend of the season and play ball. Mm -hmm. That's what I think is going to happen. Maybe it's just too much wishful thinking. But can he? Like, yeah, clearly he can. He's the commissioner. He can overrule whatever he wants. But will yeah. he, Darren? Because I don't always see things as clearly in the political realm as you do. I know. And there's going to be some backlash. You know, probably talk to the Hamilton Tiger Cats, probably talk to Bob Young, probably talk to Orlando Steinauer and let them know what's going on, um, have a conversation, get their thoughts on it. Um, you know, doing the right thing is always the right thing, even if it's against the rules. If it's the right thing to do, mm -hmm. it's the right thing to do. So what I could see, you know, if I'm Randy Ambrosi, I would, you know, 
talk to these people and some of them will say the rules are the rules are the rules are the rules doesn't matter if it's right or wrong it's the rule you know people like that right they'll never change their mind but i could see them saying look it what's the goal here the goal is to not spread covid to our teammates the goal is to not be reckless the goal is to not do this now the team told them to go so hundred thousand dollar fine to the team McLeod Bethel Thompson can play if between now and game day he provides two negative COVID tests to show that he didn't pick it up at the game, then he can mm. play. You know, he can get back on the field and practice <laughs> with that with two negative COVID tests. So guess what? You're probably gonna miss a day of practice. Team's gonna get fined for being reckless, but we'll let you play. But you gotta prove to us that you don't have COVID from being at the game. I could see it. It's a speeding ticket. Okay. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Well, that's why you're not just a, a, a pretty face, uh, Moose Knuckle. So good job on that one. And uh, we will move on, I guess. But it just reminds me of an incident. I want to say 2012 Saskatchewan Rough Riders. We had a player come back from the Chicago Bears. I've told this story before, but I'll say it again. Andy Fantuzzi he came back on the Friday before the Labor Day Classic. And we were ex got cut by the Bears, and we were expecting to have him play. And all of a sudden, Paul Apolise, who was the head coach of Winnipeg at the time, he was like, wait, 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 there's a rule in here that you can't, there's a 48-hour window. You can't, within that 48 hours, play if you're cut from the NFL. He can't play. So it went up to the commissioner, Mark Cohan, who was sitting at Lake Muskoka, drinking his Pilsner, the unabashed Ryder fan. They said, Mark, can we get a ruling on this? And uh, Mark Cohan, the commissioner, said, play ball, let him play. And Lapalise was furious because you know what a good friend he is, am I? And he's like, why do we even have rules then? <laughs> right? But that's the power of I the know. commissioner. Absolute power. So, and that's what I expect is going to happen here. All those things will happen behind the scenes that you just said. There'll be an inquiry. They'll talk to all the stakeholders, blah, 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 all the fancy window dressing. But in the end, he'll play. That's my thing. Yeah. By the way, the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, who advances to the 2021 Grey Cup? And the options are the home teams this weekend, the road teams are a mix. And I'm going to vote. I've made my prediction. I think Winnipeg's going to win. I Well, I have Winnipeg-Toronto. I guess it kind of depends if Toronto's going to have a quarterback or not. <laughs> like, oh my God. Only in the CFL. Justin Wolf writes on, yeah, Justin Wolf writes on uh, YouTube. You, you all wonder why no one can take the CFL seriously. This, this is why. From Justin Wolf, from my cousin Christine, says rules are rules. And by the way, there's a lot of people like this BW writes in and, and says, uh, let Macbeth be called dum dum. He was asked by his own team to go. Because you know, somebody on the football operations side, probably Murph, John Murphy, maybe the head coach, Ryan Dimity, running up and down the halls of BMO Field today or the Argos practice facility going, who approved this? You know? Somebody in the, somebody in the ticketing office is like pulling up the app. We need to sell more tickets. Somebody get on the phone. You know, can we get him on a big screen at the Raptors game in front of these people? Okay, we can do that? Okay. You know, ring him up. I need you to drop everything. You're going to the basketball game, right? 
Are you sure I should go to the basketball game? No, no, we need you to go to the basketball game. Waving it. Who approved this? Oh. Only in the CFL. Anyways, that's not even our quick six show topic. So you still awake, Jordan? Can you hit the quick six show topic horn, please? Director Jordan, please. And thank you. We've just spent 12 minutes on what isn't even a show topic. So hang on. We won't spend nearly as much time on Thursday night football. Uh, and I'll tell you why. CeeDee Lamb had 122 yards from scrimmage. Tony Pollard had a 58-yard touchdown run. And the Dallas Cowboys beat the New Orleans Saints 27-17. New Orleans has now lost five in a row. The Cowboys were without their head coach, Mike McCarthy, and several assistants because of a COVID protocol outbreak what did i say we don't need mike mccarthy we'll play better without him and why all of the commentary in dallas this morning is that oh one ugly one ugly who cares we won they should strike the term win ugly from people's vocabularies because there's really no such thing man if you knew how hard it was to win you'd never say that I don't care that they were missing Alvin Kamara. I don't care that Taysom Hill threw four interceptions, three on back-to-back series in the fourth quarter. Whatever. We won. Let's get to the playoffs without getting anybody else hurt. Let's get Zeke healthy. Let's go. Moving on to point two. Some Canadian University football news. Waterloo Warriors quarterback Trey Ford was named the top player in Canadian University football last night. Ford captured the heck Crichton Trophy given annually to the outstanding player in U sports football the six foot one 192 pound product of niagara falls ontario threw for 1465 yards and 10 touchdowns this season got the other award winners from the banquet last night i'll get to those later okay moose um how about a vanier cup preview the vanier cup will be a showdown of the two best offenses in canada as the number one Western Mustangs face the number two Saskatchewan Huskies Saturday afternoon, 1 p.m. Eastern on the CBC at Laval. But Western head coach Greg Marshall believes that defenses could dictate the pace of the game at Laval University's stud. Tell us. Their defenses are some of the best in Canada as well, as the Mustangs are second in the country while the Huskies are fifth. Western's 9-1. and one. They earned their way to the Vanier Cup by crushing St. Francis Xavier 61-6 in the Mitchell Bowl last weekend. And as for the Huskies, their offense broke out in the fourth quarter against the Montreal Carabin, scoring 13 points on the way to a 14-10 victory. Huskies head coach Scott Flory thinks his team has not played its best football yet. So, again, we'll all be crowded around the television set on Saturday watching the Vanier Cup, won't we? Uh, we got a couple minutes left. We only got a minute left here. Let me get into the NHL. I just got so many more points here. Antonio Brown, more division finals coverage in the CFL, tonight's featured game. Let's just run through the NHL story from Thursday night. Marc-Andre Fleury stopped Alex Ovechkin in the shootout. After Seth Jones tied it midway through the third and the Chicago Blackhawks rallied past the Washington Capitals 4-3 last night, Jason Robertson scored 68 seconds in and added the go-ahead goal late in the second period as Dallas beat Columbus 3-2. The Stars have won six in a row. Uh, Alex Formanton scored twice and Josh Norris broke a tie 19 seconds after Ottawa lost the lead in its 3-2 win over Carolina. Sends one. I know that was weirdly worded. 
Here in Sunrise, Florida, Anton Lundell scored twice, including the go-ahead goal, and Florida came back from three down for the second straight game, and the Panthers beat Buffalo 7-4. More on that later, but I did get a note from the Panthers this morning, Moose. Hang on. They want you all to know the Florida Panthers, in partnership with NBC6, will host a Caravan of Joy toy drive on the JetBlue tarmac out front of the arena Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. ahead of the Panthers and the Blues. Bring a new unwrapped toy to help benefit families in need this holiday season. That's what the Panthers got going on tomorrow afternoon ahead of that matinee against the Blues. Uh, Victor Hedman had two goals and a helper. Tampa Bay won 4-2 over the St. Louis Blues. Jeremy Swayman made 42 saves. Jake DeBrusque and Brandon Carlos scored in Boston, beat Nashville 2-0. Eric Carlson scored 39 seconds into overtime to hand New York its ninth straight loss. The Sharks beat the Islanders 2-1, and Kirill Kaprizov had two goals and an assist as Minnesota kept rolling with a 5-2 win over New Jersey. Not done just yet. Canadian team's Kale McCarr scored to put Colorado ahead to stay late in the second. The Avs beat Montreal 4-1. Andrew Mangiapane and Milan Lucic scored in the power play. Flames won again. Fourth in a row on the road, 3-2 at Los Angeles. This is the warm-up. We're only like halfway through it. Hang on, everybody. It's brought to you by E-Cold Electric on a Flame Tech Football Friday. We'll get into all these fun topics and more when we come back. You're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube, live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.